BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You're listening to the Wild 7 Podcast Network. Listen different. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Simpin' After Dark. I am so excited. We got a juicy, fun-ass episode today. I got a special guest. Ooh, listen to that sultry-ass voice. Please introduce yourself, girl. Yes. Hi, everyone. My name is Sophie underscore Val, also known as Val. I'm a singer, podcaster, motivational speaker. You already know the vibes. I've been following Simpin' After Dark for like a year, so I'm so excited. Yes, it's been a minute. Um, you have your own podcast too, right? Yes, yes. It's been going on for about a year, going on two. And it's I've been Reflections with Val? Yes, Reflections. We like to talk on music, how it influences us, and how it helps us get out of dark times, trauma, all that good jazz. Yes, so, so we're on the same vibe. I fuck with it. It's been a long time coming, so it's going to be good. We've been having some drinks. we having some tequila, as always. Mm-hmm. Some Trulies. We got the incense here. Shout out to Monster and Ghost for the little incensed vibes we got Monster. going on. Hey. It's a vibe. It's going to be a good one. Today, we're talking about some fun stuff. I teased it a couple episodes ago, maybe. Um, talking about moving in with your significant other and kind of things you don't really think about. You know, things that people didn't realize that they should have discussed with their partners before they made the move. I think people will be able to relate to this. I asked the question today on my Instagram stories. I was like, yo, guys, like, what are some things people don't think about, you know? And a lot of people were like, yes, like, I need this episode. Like, I'm moving in with someone soon. Please share the (laughs) responses. So we're going to get into it. I'm going to share all those. We got a song. It's a little unrelated. I know, Val, you said you had some songs that related to the topic. Yes, I did have a song that was related to the topic. Um, It's one song that came out years ago. It's an R&B joint. Old school, but a goodie. And I know a lot of you guys are familiar with Neo. Yes. And of course, Neo, when he came out with When You're Mad, When You're Mad, Baby Don't, you know, that whole thing. Okay, sing it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't got a clip, so. Right. So this song that I wanted to share is called Mad. And I basically wanted to bring it up to you guys because when we're in relationships, and especially when we're living with someone, man, we're with them every single day. You know, like we don't even get a break. 
So sometimes when we're mad at each other, we can go to sleep mad at each other. And that's not really healthy. And that's what this song talks about. Like, Neo talks about how I don't want to go to bed mad at you. And you know damn well you don't want to go mad. You don't want to go to bed mad at me. So instead of us having this bad energy when we're living together, let's just not be mad at each other. Let's figure this shit out. And let's, like, come together to an agreement or a one-on-one. And I feel like every single relationship that has lived in anything with any other partner in an apartment has dealt with that issue like oh i'm mad at you but i know i'm gonna have to see you right after work right i feel like that's something you very quickly realize you have to figure out as soon as you move like move in with someone i personally have never lived with a significant other but i can imagine because like for me like now or in the past like if it's like we're fighting i'm like all right bye like i'll fucking talk to you later don't got to deal with them until like i've cooled off but like i can't even imagine what it would be like to like have to still be in their presence especially if you're sharing a bedroom because i've been very open about saying that for me if i was financially able to i would like to have two bedrooms and have my own bedroom if i lived with someone okay i respect that yeah like- I don't know. so okay so real quick let's like back up have you lived with a significant other before i have i lived with someone for two three years okay how was that very very challenging on my own individual character because I'm trying to adapt and get to know someone else's habits and character. So I think that's the main issue when we do move in with each other because we always just known us as this lovey-dovey, I see you when I see you, you see me when I see you. But when you're living together, you start noticing like, oh, you put the you leave the blinds up every single time you wake up mm. and I need my blinds down to go to sleep. All the dumb shit you don't really fucking think about. Right. Like, like oh, that's got to be fucking hard. Honestly, like there's like so many that honestly, uh, one of the things that popped up a lot when I was asking on Instagram was like the whole personal space issue. So, yeah. Yeah. Because like you can't get away. You can't get away. Like you're mad. You can't like really have your own space. You're like, I want to go to my room. That's both your room. Like, what are you both going <laughs> to freaking go to your room and like be pissed off and cool off or like what? Like, nah. To be honest, when I lived in my situation, we had a two-bedroom, and our second bedroom was, like, our, like, chill, like, we'll have friends over, and they'll sleep over. Guest you're bedroom mad. type thing. Yeah. It was, like, you're mine. You'll sleep in the guest bedroom. It's That's fine. nice, though. <laughs> do, you, do you feel like that was helpful, having actual oh, bedroom? Yeah. It was definitely helpful. It was, it's, what I think is more challenging when you live with someone is trying to understand your partner, because every partner is different. Um, and so when you live with them and you try to understand that this ticks them off, the towel being on the floor ticks them off, you just have to compromise with that. Like, Can't listen. be stubborn. Right. Like, it's just like, all right, if this is going to start a fight, like, <laughs> let me just fucking do it. <laughs> right. Let me just fucking do it. Or... As petty as it is. <laughs> like, let me just do it. And see how he likes it. Got to pick your battles, honestly, because, like, if that's going to be an ongoing thing, like being petty or, like, upset about, like, this shit, that shit that's not healthy either so i don't know and also like when you guys have friends that you guys don't agree with (laughs) that's another topic that's something else that came up on all the things oh yeah it's it's a lot and yeah so there was a lot of people that reached out and were like yes like i've been waiting on this one like please like i'm moving in soon like i need to know so i'm excited to get into all of these but as always on something after dark you know i always bring a song and i want to talk about it 
today it's a little bit unrelated, but it's a little pressing matter because I want to fucking talk about it. Yes. Willow. Talk Smith. about it. Willow. Willow. Coming through with the fucking rock vibes. Like them emo vibes. I am stoked. She came out with the song Transparent Soul. She has Travis Barker on the drums. It's so fucking good. We were talking about it earlier. We were listening and we're just like mad Paramore vibes. Yeah. Like it's so good. I love that emo shit. I know on Simpin we usually talk R&B, but I just had to do it. Yeah, because you know what? She brought us back to that 2000s punk rock, rock feel that we needed, that we needed to be reminded of, that it's not a dead genre. So even though it's not R&B, I agree like with Ashley, like this is important and pivotal because she's bringing yes. something new to the table. It's not Willow R&B. It's not Willow sticking to her Neo soul. This is like, like her indie shit. Right. It's like something it's, new. She's in her new lane and it's fucking hers on her own. I literally don't know anybody else that's like doing this shit right now. Absolutely. And agree it's really exciting. It's really exciting. She's fucking killing it. And, like, the fact that she got Travis Barker on the drums is just, like, that was a very conscious move. Like, give us... It's honestly mad Blink-182 vibes. Yeah, it is, actually. Like, like, that miss you. Like, all that shit. It's real good. Um, Super emo. We love it. So, I'm gonna go ahead and play a clip of that before we get into it. Go ahead. Okay, like tell me you weren't fucking vibing to that shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, I was. <laughs> that was so good. Like, yo, I'm so excited. We were also just talking about how Mother's Day, how she had got her moms back together. I think apparently Jada had a band. I don't remember the name. I forgot the name of the song, but that shit's like super like Evanescence vibes. And she performed like for her mom with her old band. And it was so good. Like that shit will like get you emotional. Just how Jada was like getting all into it, rocking out and just so proud. (laughs) Somebody was like, damn, like imagine seeing something you created, like re-perform something else that you created. Absolutely. Like, oh my God, that's mad. Like make me cry vibes. Right. That's so mother and daughter goals. Like you have no idea. I think it's pretty dope that she brought Jada's band she she didn't care what genre they played she said we're gonna play my genre and that's that we're doing this (laughs) yeah like it's so fucking cute and like Ah. i feel like she just found her sound like it seems like she's kind of been exploring because if you kind of listen to all her music it's all kind of not all over the place but all a little different you know you can tell when some artists are kind of still finding their sound and i feel like that's kind of been willow for a minute yes but like this suits her you're absolutely right very well absolutely right i feel like it was kind of like her dad was managing her at first in the first two years. So she never really had a say into what she wanted in her artistry. Yeah. So as she figured that out, she was like, you need to stop, dad. This is all me. And this is literally all her. Right uh, yeah, I actually I forgot about that. Like now that you like brought up was her dad, you know, was he managing her like during like the whole whip my hair yes. thing? That makes sense. He was absolutely managing her and she didn't know the magnitude of work that was going to come after 
with my hair. She thought and she was just going to stop The way she it. started with a very pop song, too, where I don't think she understood. And especially having, especially if her dad was managing her, the amount of attention she was going to get for it. Like, on that scale, a pop song being Will, uh, Will Smith's daughter... Yeah, it was a lot for her at that age. And she even voiced that to her father. But her father was trying to make her already into an artist at a very young age. And she felt that that was unfair in her artistry growth process. Because she was just like, I never even got to know like what I really truly want to express because you just gave me a handbook and I should just go by that handbook. And I did for the most part. But then, as you stated, as she kept going into the music industry, she found her own voice and she was able to stand up and be able to stand up to her father and be like, no, if we're going to do this sound, Damn. this is how I see it. And this is what we're witnessing here. This song right here is her truly expressing what she wanted to, as Ashley said. Like, yeah. she was probably un unable to express what genre, what art, what vision she pictured in her head. But you can see it just exuding out of her in yeah. this video, really. And it's been so cool just watching her explore all this, honestly. Because she, even, on, like, on her Instagram, she's always posting clips of her, like, playing the guitar, like, rocking out, singing. Her voice is amazing. But just seeing her, like, grow since, like, whip my fucking hair to now... It's been really fucking dope. Like, I feel like we are blessed to be witnessing this shit because she is, like, a freaking icon in the making. Super cool. Um, I guess we can kind of get into some of these lyrics. Just yes. We don't have to get into all of it. I just want to kind of dive in because this song is fucking dope. Um, she's very fucking emo. So, first <laughs> one, I don't fucking know if it's a lie or it's a fact. All your little fake friends will sell your secrets for some cash. Smile on my face and put your cig out on my back. If you ever see me, just get to run in like the flash. So she's just speaking her truth. Like, I can't even imagine as a celebrity over here hitting the, hitting the vape. Yes. <laughs> what is that? This one is pine, pine passion fruit strawberry. Oh. Right. So I was like, mm, well, let me try it out. Is that a sativa? No, it's actually not. It's just a regular, like, nicotine vape. Oh, it's nicotine? Even, yeah. oh, okay. I recently <laughs> quit, like, nicotine. Mm -hmm. um, once I did microdosing shrooms. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, and you're not the only one that told me that? Really? Yeah. Dude, I was like, is this a <laughs> thing? Because same thing happened with Alexa. Yeah. Like, I did it, like, once. And, like, oh, really? instantly I was just like, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> Like, what the hell? Like, I used to, like, every time I'd be drinking, I'd be like, let me go cigarette or, like, whatever. But it's crazy. But after that shit, you were like, fuck it's, nicotine. It's a weird. I don't, I even tried again because I was like, I want, it just was like a, something to do, like a instinctual thing. Like, let me hit something while I'm drinking or while I'm doing this or that. And then it just went away. I was sad. I hit a cigarette and I was like, that was not good. Right. But you good for you for not even going back to it. Like I tried, right there just and I couldn't. The deadline right there. But it was weird. It was weird. These lyrics definitely I go I go right on with you. Like she's definitely expressing what she's been through with this music yeah. industry. Like all your little fake friends like, will sell like, your secrets. That kind of get <laughs> that reminds me of like the whole Miley Cyrus thing when like her friends like Put a video out, probably got cash for a video of her hitting the bong somewhere. Ooh. Or like smoking weed. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. And that's so sad. Dude. Like, what these celebrities go at that young age to like. <sighs> like you can't even like, make it to adulthood before like realizing how much of a snake 
people could be for some money. For just your image and your yeah, name. Yeah, once you're in the spotlight like that. That's so sad. That's, that must be so horrible. And I truly relate with this. Even if we're at the low bar, we were even just yeah. talking about it. We still deal with that crap. So, yes, good that you wrote it in a song because I relate to that. Yeah, same here. I've mentioned it before. Like, no matter what level you're at, like, people can still try to fucking use you. Like, yeah. So just be careful. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Yes. Heard it here. <laughs> Heard it here. <laughs> uh, Pre-chorus, I know a boy just like you. He's a snake just like you. Such a fake just like you. But I can see the truth. Chorus, transparent soul, I can see right through, just so you know. Mm. So that's the premise of the song, basically. Seeing through these fucking bullshit, fake-ass snakes. So y'all be careful out there. People will use you. We are in L.A. By the way, welcome to yeah. L.A., girl. <laughs> Thank you, because I'm a Jersey girl. Just came, landed. Yeah. What's up? It just drove for like 75 hours. <laughs> literally and i made it thank you for having me on i've been following seven after dark for like literally since they started and i literally i'm honored i'm so honored to have you here it's been a long time coming so yeah welcome to california welcome to la and i hope you are loving it so far yes loving the vibes great energy we drank we're lit yeah we here with all the nightshade (laughs) girls and we are having a good one we all mesh well it's it's great uh verse two she says i don't fucking know if it's a paradise or it's a trap Mm. yeah they're treating me like royalty but it's kissing ass is it kissing ass Ooh, yeah i can feel that because it's it's very much like a is it too good to be true and that's kind of like how the relationships start too like we're in this honeymoon stage and we like know everything good about each other and then Oh my god! You get past the veil, honey. <laughs> yes, which definitely ties into the whole moving in together thing. Because like at first, it's probably like playing house. It's cute. It's fun, but then reality kicks in, and then you see them for who they truly are. Yes. How long were you with your significant other before you moved in? I was with him for literally only four months. Oh, shit. Yeah. Him and I known each other for five years. He was oh. my manager. Oh. And I was his employee. <laughs> oh. Okay. So I knew him for like four years. and knew how he was already. Him and I were 15 years apart when we started dating. Oh, damn. What the hell? Yeah. It was like a super shock to us because we like on our second date were like, oh, you have to be 25. No. And I was like, no, I'm 21. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> and he was like, what? Wait a minute. Um, wait a minute. You're 21? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, I'm 35. And I'm like, oh, shit. I thought you were 25. You know? <laughs> like, it was one of those moments. And we were like, fuck it. Yellow. Wait, you thought he was 25? Oh, my God. I'm dead. Because he looks so young. Yeah, I'm the same way. I can never tell how old like people are. I'm like. Mm. He had like a young spirit. Like I just, it's hard to tell, you know. And it was great vibes. And then once we moved in together, 
it was this like I had to accommodate with his schedule and he had to accommodate with my schedule. When he started working, it was a different time that I did. So I would make sure that I would make him breakfast as a good wifey as I was. Oh, are you like a wifey? Are yeah. you on that wifey tip? Like you kind of <laughs> yeah. do all that. I kind of do. Okay. He would do the same, too. I'm not going to hold Aww. you. So it would, like, compensate. If he didn't, it would be an issue. But yeah. I, he would make sure that I would make sure his breakfast and coffee was made before he went to work. Okay. When he came out of work, he already had dinner made. Like, That's cute. He was, he was sad, for sure. But We when like it, a good balance. Right. But <laughs> when it wasn't that, you know, like you said, you live with them, and you have to kind of, like, have these boundaries. Like, okay, right now we're having a disagreement. And it's okay for us to have this space. So I totally agree with the whole two-bedroom situation because that is needed, as so opposed to just one bedroom it yeah. and moving in together. I don't think enough people talk about that or even consider it. <laughs> right. I mean, of course, it's hard being in L.A. especially. Like, shit's expensive. So it's like people can barely afford one bedroom out here. But, like, if you can, I think two-bedroom is, like, the way to go. Because, like, not just because you're married now means you don't need, like, personal space or, like, me time. That shit doesn't go out the window as soon as you move in with someone. It doesn't. I don't know. Working out the schedules, at least for that, or, like, talking it out beforehand, I think is smart. But you're so right. You mentioned that. And that is a very important, pivotal point right there is that when we get into a relationship, just in general as women, as nurturing women as we are, we get to just disregard our emotion and just make it all about our partner sometimes. And that gets heightened when we live with them. Damn. Like we can disregard sometimes our whole emotion and how we feel about a certain particular situation just because we want to accommodate for the partner we're living with. That's scary. And women out here, I'm going to be real with you. Before the man that you moved in with, you were your own person. Don't accommodate for his needs unless he's accommodating for your needs. And that's just where I'm at when you guys live together, period. If he's asking for something, make sure that he's doing what you're asking him as well to do because that's the whole thing about the relationship. You compromise, you guys communicate, there's trust and honesty. If that's not in the whole, like, we're living in together and we're having this foundation, then there's going to be some friction because now I'm trying to figure out why you told me you were going to be home at 9, but you came in at 1 a.m.? Oh, hell no. Nah. You feel me? Like, that's just a miscommunication oh, right there. Nah. Whereas for if you were out with your boys, like, you told me you were going to come in at 10, and you were like, oh, babe, you're letting me know every hour, like, oh, it's going to delay. I'm going to, I'm still hanging out. If you were updating your girl, she wouldn't be mad by the time you got home. You but know if you're just going to, like, go ghost and then just show up late as fuck, it's going to be a fucking problem. Absolutely, and that's why I can see that whole, like, I'm not ready to move in with a man situation because yeah, how will we handle that as women, like, when we're living with the person? Like, you said you were going to be home at 10, and now it's 1. Yeah, I think sometimes couples will think, like, moving in together will fix their problems because mm. it's like, well, we'll be together all the time. Like, we'll be able to just, like, always be on the same page, blah, blah, blah. For me, like, I'm not moving in with no one until, like, we're solid, like, mm -mm. I'm not going to use moving in as a way to, like, fix all the problems. Same way I'm not going to fucking have a baby with you to fix all the problems. Like, let's not do that either. Reach. Because some of us think that just having a kid with someone is going to solve your problems, honey. I can't believe that, like, people still try to do that. 
Yeah. Like, it's been years and generations of people pulling that move, and it's clearly never worked. Doesn't. Let's, Doesn't. Let's move on. Let's be smarter. Yeah, Ladies, my ex-best ex friend is like that, actually. She's just been so stuck on her baby daddy, and it's like, bitch, you don't need the baby daddy. It's drama. It's too much. You don't. Oh. <laughs> it's just, I feel so bad. bad. Like, her people, like, ugh. They're just putting themselves through that kind of, like, you think you can change a man. I think that's what the issue is. And the, when we come to a realization, like, we can't change him. No. Like, he is this person, face value. He showed me this from the moment I knew him. Yeah. We cannot put these false expectations on a good father or a good man. Yeah. A person who's never even showed us that to begin with. For real. Like, they're not going to change. And I don't think, like, putting the title of, baby daddy on someone is going to make them act different or treat you different. Cause at the end of the day, that's it. Like they're your child's father. That doesn't mean that they owe you anything relationship wise, other than the relationship they have with their child. And that doesn't have to include you all the time. Like, yeah, you might be in contact with them more because you know, the baby situation doesn't right. mean they're going to be better to you or you're going to talk more. Or the relationship is going to be right. mended. And the thing that gets me like irks me is when these women don't get the treatment that they thought they would have after the baby's born. And then they take the whole like privilege of the dad meeting the baby because they have yeah. the right. Like that's just so screwed to me. Dude. Have you seen insecure? Oh my God. Yes. Fucking what's her name? Condola. <laughs> yes, bitch. Condola. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> if you haven't seen, I'm sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Okay. Like skip forward like a couple minutes. Cause Literally insecure, like Issa and her man get back together right. towards like the like last season that is out right now, and he was recently dating another bitch, and then okay, so fucked. When this he did bitch that is like, I'm pregnant. Like right when Issa and him are like getting back together and like happy and everything's coming back into place, and they're thinking about moving out of state for like he got a new job or some shit. I think. And this bitch is like, mm, you don't have to be in the baby's life. I just want to let you know. Like, fuck you, bitch. You <laughs> right. are being so manipulative right now. Like, if he's not down to be in the baby's life, what, he's going to look like a deadbeat? Right. Fuck you. Yeah, that fuck is a manipulative you, condo line. You better go get an abortion right now, you fucking hoe. Or don't tell him. Right. To try to, like. If you're just keeping it because you want to keep it, then just keep it. But you don't got to fucking tell him. Like, that's so fucking manipulative. It like, is. let's not do that, ladies. Yes, let's be I'm more sorry. mature. Come on. For real. Like, Come on. We don't have to have a kid with someone to have them know our worth or value yeah. how about you know it your damn self before the guy even gave it to you period <laughs> period period like, i'm tired i'm tired I'm of it so fucking tired this petty just, baby mama drama situation yeah like <laughs> that was like the that ending for like that season on insecure like pissed me off i was so mad i can't uh, condola i can't wait until the fucking new season for i real. need to know what happens <laughs> fuck that bitch <laughs> Um, yeah, so we can be done with this song because we got a lot to get into. Yes, I want but, the tea uh, and all But basically, go of it. listen to it. Go check out that video where she performed Jada's song to her. It's really cute. You'll cry. 
literally took me back to 2000s when I listened to that whole like punk rock 2000s I needed that reminder that it's still around so please take a listen that's like when I knew like I'm a simp for life y'all I am a simp (laughs) all right so I asked on Instagram I was just like all right what are things that people don't really think about when you move in together with a significant other somebody brought up the one bedroom two bedroom situation so we kind of talked about that and then we had people talk about i had a couple people talk about the temperature for the house (laughs) that was something important for me too i replied to myself in case nobody else did because i wanted to bring this up like the ac the fan on in the room or not what Mm. like okay do you like to be cold at night or like warm i like to be nice like like a nice chill like, it can't be too cold and it can't be too hot. It has to be, like, rainforest vibes. Okay, rainforest. Musty? <laughs> Maybe a little bit more airy, but you know what I mean? Like, it needs to be reminding It needs to remind me, like, I'm in a forest, you know? Okay. Like, Regular forest. <laughs> rainforest, I'm thinking, like, sticky. Ooh, musty a little bit. Mm, maybe that's after we have had our fun. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we haven't had our fun, it should be nice and chill. Like, okay. Nice yeah, breeze. Yeah, I like, like, blasting the AC. I need the fan on fucking high, like, shaking the roof. Like, I'm thinking it's going to fall on me in my sleep. Like, I want to be cold. But not cold. Like, I need my blankets on me. But I need, like, my head peeking out to be cold. Right? Like, <laughs> I'm nice with you. Balance. <laughs> Making the nice balance. Like, I'm snuggled in. Yes. I'm warm. But my I, head feels mm, cool. It's the best just, like, feeling of security. And, like, I know people are, like, against all that. So I think that is honestly a very underrated, important thing that you need to discuss before you move in with someone. Because someone's going to have to compromise. And honestly, if you compromise in the middle... You're both not going to be happy. Oh, 100% true. Because then that person's going to complain about, oh, you're raising the light bill or the electricity yeah. bill because you have this thing on all the time. It's and still it's not like, going to be cold enough. It's still not going to be hot, hot enough. enough. So right. no one's happy. So, like, someone, in order for someone to be happy, someone else is going to fucking get the shit end of the stick. Ooh, that's so a good point. I think that's something that needs to be discussed, like, day one. Period. Relationship over, if it's not my way. Also, like, the bad habits we bring with, like, ourselves living in a space is something you should be Ooh. telling your partner of. Like, I know my issue with my partner was I loved my windows closed. For some reason, he had to have the windows up every single, like, place in our apartment. Like, he just loved picking out the window and oh. just viewing the view because we had a park right in front like of us. The, like, the blinds or, like, the window windows? The blinds and the windows. And I'm like, Damn. bro, like, can we just find a happy medium here? Yeah. Can- I can understand for, like, a little bit, you know, get that fresh air going through. Right. But, like, all day? Right. I like my privacy sometimes. I don't like the sun beaming through the window. Yeah, honestly, like, like, I like the blinds closed. I hate, like, if people are on a walk in front of my house and they can see inside. No. Mm -mm. I feel seen. I feel violated. Violated. (laughs) Yeah. What if I want to be naked? No. Right. And that was, like, our thing. It's, like, he used to always get annoyed because I used to always put the blinds down and he used to put blinds up and i'm like bro can we just find a happy medium here like can you just put the blind up in the window in the living room get petty because it's like i'm just gonna keep closing them (laughs) and then he's gonna keep opening them that's gonna turn into something right so leads into the next thing yes cleanliness 
Mm. <laughs> Which seems kind of like an obvious one. But I want to say I had roommates one time. It was uh, girls and one guy. When we were all discussing because we're all organized. We're like, let's like, you know, start like a schedule for cleaning and chores and like, you know, things like that. Tell me why the only guy was like, nah, nah, like just be a good person. Like if you are walking by and there's a dirty dish, just clean it or just put your dishes away. Like we don't need a schedule. We're all adults. Like, <laughs> like, nah, like just be a good person. Just be a good person. And we're like, okay, okay. Naive as fuck. Six months later, he don't do shit around the fucking house. That's so annoying. Never again. You better set that fucking schedule before you move in with someone. I don't care if it's your fucking man. I don't give a fuck who it is. Right. You better step in place to his house, too. Because not for nothing, my man lived by himself already before him and I moved in. So that oh, gave me, like, That's a, different, too. Yeah. Because, like, they have their way and you kind of have to accommodate versus, right. like, let's figure it out. Right. Because he already had his way of living and his lifestyle. And I already knew he was clean, cleanliness. He was clean. So oh, I didn't yeah. have to deal with that. That's Thank good. Because then you could see it first. Right. I saw his place. It was always clean. And then I came in and him and I had a system. Like, we never argued about any dishes or anything because him and I already knew we were both very cleanliness we would literally love to do that together so when you have a partner that you don't have to deal that with it's such a huge I'm agree with Ash it's a huge stress relief yeah because that's mm. not something you guys have to argue about however I did hear other relationships were like oh my god my man is a slob and I always have to pick up after him and like I feel like a maid and oh. that's so not cool Yes, and I have this discussion with, like, my mom. Because, like, I come from a Mexican household where, like, it's very, like... Machismo. Yeah. Mm, or it's, like, you know, the man brings home the bread. But thing is, my mom works also full-time. Mm. But she still has to come home and do everything because that's what he was used to. And she got him used to that at a very early stage where it's kind of, like, too fucking late now. That's so, so hard. It sucks. It fucking sucks. And, like, what she tells me is, like, you just can't get him used to it early on because it's kind of too late if you just let it. There's no fixing it. Like, it's just going to be a constant argument if you keep bringing it up because they're, they're not used to it. It's been years now. It's, mm. You have to fucking settle that from the beginning. So, like I said, set a fucking schedule. I don't care if you have to get a whiteboard. Don't let them fucking gaslight you into, like, no, like, obviously I know how to be clean because maybe they don't. Okay. I also heard other scenarios too where it's other way around and the guy does everything and the girl doesn't do shit. Good. She only is a mother of a child or the she's a very good mother to her children, but I'm doing the laundry. I'm cleaning her house. I'm doing everything. I'm even doing the, the lawn and all this and all that. And it's like, oh, when you have a woman who's nurturing and who's there as a mother but isn't there everywhere else, like how yeah. do you even combat that too? Like yeah, Ugh. it's like you got to find a balance at the end of the day because, like, there's, like, the whole issue of, like, if the woman's not working, then, mm. like, she's taking care of the child, keeping the home clean, blah, blah, blah. But it's it's a balance. Okay, because how do you feel about, like, the whole paying 50-50 for bills? I, I feel like that's equal. I feel like that's reasonable because we won't so? ever have an argument on anything. Like, so what if, like, the dude's, like, not picking up his slack around the house, though? Mm. So then that that is a way to bring up something like, wait a minute, we're not in an equal place. Yeah, we're in equal place on paying the metric and getting to our number a month, mm -hmm. but I need more help 
when it comes down to cleanliness on the house. So, yeah, you're, I, I'm going to have to agree with that. There has to be a balance. But what happens to the female that, like, demands that but doesn't even offer that to the table? Which I've also seen in a relationship when they're living together. It's like, I need you to pick up more shit. And it's like, bitch, you don't even clean the house. You don't do nothing. You just take care of the kids. And, yeah. that's, and that's your labor. You don't even work. But with your mom, I can totally understand because she's working. She's also cleanliness and keeping yeah. up with the house. So there needs to be a compromise there. Yeah, definitely. Because it's like in. one thing like if you're like taking care of the kids and not working. And mm. it's like, okay, you got time to clean the house too. Correct. But like if you're both working mm. and you're taking care of the kids, then like that man better be picking up fucking slack elsewhere because like men like need to realize like you would be paying somebody for child care for cleaning services for a, like a teacher nanny all that if you didn't have your wife home with the kids yeah they need to know that a lot more i think men that are married and with their partners don't really know that whereas for fathers who have been single from the grip know and understand and are grateful for that yeah there, there are there is there's the only that. ones that kind of really get it right like, other than that i think women <laughs> just naturally start doing all these things and men don't realize <laughs> and it's like it would be a fucking wake-up call if their fucking baby mama were to go fucking missing one day yeah all the fucking slack they would have to pick up and all the money they would have to pay for the shit that they can't do because they're working all the more to go back into when men are get comfortable this is the place that they stay in it's mm -hmm. like i'm comfortable in the fact that i get to come home after work and a plate is made for me and the whole thing is clean and i don't gotta do shit yeah and i think that's the thing that we need to break with men is to not have them get so comfortable yep. especially if we're living together yeah don't get it twisted we still gotta make them be on their toes some way somehow <laughs> but without being a vindictive bitch about it yeah of course <laughs> definitely yeah so like for me like for sure like i think once you have kids because that's that's a transition like say you move in with someone you don't have kids and then you get pregnant and you're not going to be working anymore mm. that means dude has to take over bills and I think some dudes still think, like, even once the woman goes back to work, even if it's part-time, like, you need to figure out a different arrangement because, like, 50-50 isn't going to work. Like, she's taking care of the kids, period. So, like, figure something out because, I don't know, I think women are too nurturing and they do too much to be paying 50-50. So you think we should pay, me. like, 20% or lower? As long as it's less than 50-50. Because okay. I think at the end of the day, women, like, we're more nurturing. We're the homemakers. We cook more, unless, like, you are in, like, a fucking blessed relationship from God, <laughs> like. Which I have seen, and that's one, that's one thing that I have to really commend here is that your surroundings and your group and how they say with success, what your circle is really does define you. Same thing when it comes down to your personal life. If all of your friends that you befriend are in toxic relationships and you're the only healthy one. Ooh, that's not a good mix to be around because all your stories are never going to align. You're going to be confused. Yeah. Like you never experience this toxicity, but all you hear from your friends is toxicity. And then your friend always, when you tell your stories is reminded of how toxic her relationship is. Like maybe you can like, like normalize it for you. Right. Like, Oh, so it's just like, to me, it's just ha having that happy balance and just knowing like, listen, I can't be around friends that have, 
verbally abusive partners or mm. physically abusive like it doesn't matter or even like very like old emotionally school. like all that yeah like discredit how you feel as a woman like no we're not or like you that. have no say bitch i pay the rent around here that's toxic Ow. like no Ow. like there's a way for like there to be balance in the bills and like the home like maintaining and all that and for respect to still be there and it shouldn't be fucking difficult but it still seems to be a fucking issue <laughs> like i can't like it just i don't know maybe that's just me speaking for personal experience with like my parents growing up like mm. not to say that like my dad like of course like he would take care of the family and he does like all like the he man provides. work all the man work yeah, right he, he provides. provides yes but like still it's just like it's very innocent it's nothing like horrible but he just like will not put his dishes in the dishwasher like and he thinks because he mows the lawn and does projects from here to there like that he doesn't have to do anything else and mm. we're just like dad the dishwasher's empty and he's like okay and he just leaves it in the sink and that little shit adds up and he'll mm. piss you off like that's that that's the machismo in all of our like yes. hispanic culture is that that is the conception with us is we were brought up that way it's like okay we're women we're here to nurture and to be there for our husband and to take care of everything in the house that's what we're supposed to do and the man is supposed to bring home the money and because he brings home the money we need to cater to him and make mm -hmm. sure that his plate is made by the time he gets home blase blase so i agree because they be getting too comfortable with that yeah too too comfortable every race dominican puerto rican colombian mexican we're all there very like, similar on that yes it's like and it's instilled in our women women to women we're taught since like nine that we have to be like that with our men bro like it's crazy <laughs> like it's like father's day and it's like me my mom my sister making dinner for dad mother's day me my mom my sister making dinner for mom and dad's just chilling yeah no matter what it is birthdays holidays like that's right there he'll just sit there and show, show up when dinner's ready like no shade to my father <laughs> he's a provider and he's great but like what the fuck like i would never let that happen in my household and like that's why i'm so adamant on like putting your fucking foot down from the beginning when it comes to that because once you get them used to it it's not even like they're doing it out of like malicious intent it's just like natural to them and it's all they know and like it's all hard to break a habit up. yeah it is hard to break a habit and it's all that we were brought up on literally as men to men and women to women this is what we were told so this is the norm like this is what you're supposed to do as a woman yeah that's, that's like the most irritating line i've heard really it's so fucking annoying like are you serious we're bro? in 2021 like that needs to change we're clearly now in a place where we're all equal that's not what we're doing anymore <laughs> that's not what we're doing anymore all right, so somebody else brought up um, what side of the bed you sleep on. Mm, I sleep on the 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 bedside that has the wall, and if there's no wall, I'll sleep on the left side. So like the opposite of where the door is, <laughs> right? Which is, I think that's like the natural, like the way for like if a killer breaks in, so that the guy can be closer to the killer, right? <laughs> Just not us, you know. I ain't gonna be first. Um, I could see that, but I was, dude, one time I was having a discussion with my friends. Oh, no, I just have a question. Cause like April here. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Cause like, Audience I know member. We, we've <laughs> talked about this topic before and we've sort of like had this discussion on like whether women or men sleep on the left or right side of the bed. 
And we could never like get it right because like your idea of what the left side of the bed is, is different from what my idea. So wh- when you say left side of the bed, are you saying facing up or That's what I, the, for me, <laughs> I'm talking facing the ceiling. Yeah. Okay. okay right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cause I was having this discussion too. with my friends and no. they were thinking facing the bed and we were like doing no. this all wrong. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm thinking laying on the bed, like. laying on the bed. We're facing <laughs> the ceiling. Which side do you want to sleep on? Yeah. So I'm glad we <laughs> clarified that because people might hear this whole conversation differently because this is apparently confusing. Like this was a whole thing with my friends. Right. No, <laughs> so I yeah, get no, it. facing the ceiling. I sleep in the middle cause I'm lonely. Um, I sleep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> No, um, honestly, I kind of flip-flop, but I'm thinking now, like, when I would stay at my boyfriend's house before, I would sleep, yeah, towards the wall. Yeah, it's always the wall. The I just wall. feel secured in that wall area. Yeah, <laughs> away from the door, away from the door. Even when he would come to my place, I'd be away from the door. Like, now, like, in my own room, I'm just, like, in the middle, because I'm like, let me Not get all nothing. this space. Another reason to be annoyed when you're living with someone is that you don't want to cuddle every night. <laughs> you really? don't. You don't want to coddle each other every night. Oh, shit. I feel like that's, like, all I would want. But I don't live with no one, so yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Might be fun at first. There's certain nights where I'm just like, all right, I don't want your arm right now on me. I just want to sleep because I had a long day. I've been stressed. I don't want it on me. I just want to sleep, you know? Mm. And he gets that way, too, sometimes. So we have to understand that boundary. Is and, like, like, not taking it personal. Right, not taking it personal, which is really hard for women to do, especially if you want to be coddled sometimes, and then they deny it at that night. It's like, listen, sometimes we have our moments, and we're, like, riled up in our emotions at work. And sometimes men and women bring that to their home with them. So mm. when at night when they don't want to cuddle, we have to be understanding, like, no, he's not cheating. No, she's not cheating. It's like she just doesn't feel like cuddling. Because if she was or he was cheating, he wouldn't be in your bed right now sleeping That's so with true. You. There's always, like, those memes where it's, like, the guy <laughs> and the girl, and, like, the girl's, like, trying to, like, cuddle up on the guy, and he's just kind of looking away, and the girl's like, mm, he's probably thinking about another bitch right now. And he's just, like, it's like a thought bubble, and he's, like, thinking about work or about, mm-hmm. like, the dumbest shit, like, some episode of some show he just watched or like yeah. a random question about like a car and it's just like we tend to take things personally when we're seeking some kind of form of intimacy when mm. really it's just like you got to think like you're not used to like being with someone like that all the time mm-hmm. so like personal space is going to be an issue and you're gonna have to learn to deal with that Ooh. and like my butt hurt ass i can't imagine like I'd be dramatic as fuck. Like, like what, you don't what? fucking love me no more. <laughs> like, what? You fuck somebody else? You got no more nut for me? <laughs> right. That's exactly how I'd be taking it. Like, wait a minute. What? I'll be sad. But I understood it over a time. Like, he would be like, oh, babe, I had a stressful 12 hours of work. I just want to sleep. I don't even want to. Mm. And I would just hear him because he's right. There were times where I would be like, oh, you know, he would tell me he's going out with his coworkers, and he'll tell me that time he'll come back, and I'll be like, oh, you had fun with the girls or whatever. And he's like, what do you mean? If, if there were girls <laughs> that I was having fun with at a bar with my coworkers, you'd think I wouldn't come to this house at the time that I told you I was going to come? Like, I was like, oh, you're right. Are there any other bobby pins in this house? No. Are there any other? All right, I'm so then so why dead. are you mad? Like, yo, he used to dead ass put me in my place sometimes. And I used to be like, oh, you my God. You need that sometimes. I love a man that can put me in my place. Right. Like, like, he reminds you who you thank have. You, baby. <laughs> I love that right. shit. Like, I am mad. We need that sometimes. 
Um, so then, yeah, somebody else said the same thing. Cleaning schedule. And then they said toilet cover up or down. Down, period. What you mean? That looks disgusting. <laughs> up. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's always going to be down. If you're living with a woman, it has to be down, period. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, mm, I've had men try to be like, mm, well, we need it up. And it's 50. Fuck you. Shut up. It looks nasty up. What do you mean? Like, first of all, the whole thing should be down. So it shouldn't even be a discussion. Right. You want to make it even? <laughs> Let's put, put it all the way down. That way we both have to make an effort. If that's your issue, is making a little effort. Mm-hmm. So moving on, because that's pretty clear. And then somebody said, how much alone time each person needs? That's something a few people brought up. I feel like that depends on the individual. Because I'm a person who battled since I was little, abandonment issues. Like, yeah, I was raised by my mother mainly, but my mother kind of gave up at a very young age with me. So I had to be independent at a very young age. So if Mm. you have abandonment issues, boundaries are going to be scary for you, especially when you you love someone. Would that be um, like in... Anxious attachment style. Mm-hmm. Right. Separation anxiety. Where we feel like, that. OMG, they're not with us right now. They're elsewhere. Or like, they he might looked at me. me weird. Right. Like, oh my God, he's going to break up with me. Or, oh my God, he's not with me right now. He's at some other event. What goes to show that he might not meet someone there and then leave me? Ew, you're reading me. <laughs> <laughs> That's separation anxiety, though. And, like, to be honest, it's very fearful for people who battle it's abandonment. It's real. It's real. Like, the feelings are real. Yeah. It's very real. So, like, it's it's hard because, like, it's it feels toxic probably being on the other end. But, like, if you're, like, dismissive of it, the other person can just, like, Why feel don't like you, love you me? need reassurance. And yeah. it's probably really annoying because you – that type of person needs I, I need a lot of constant reassurance like and that's something I'm aware of and I'm working on it but it takes a lot like it's not something you could just oh I'm aware it's fixed <laughs> yes no, 100% agree no. with that it takes like roadblocks yeah I was just like talking to my friend because like I posted something on Simpin and she was like I'm reading this book about like um that attachment style anxious attachment style I forgot what it was called but she's like I'll let you have it when I'm done I was like please yeah, I need it. It's so real. Like I remember our first five months of me living with him. I would always feel like that boundary of him having those three hours to himself was like, oh my god, he's gonna leave me and never come back. He hates me. Yeah, and like, I never knew how like pressuring that was on him. You know, like I don't, I don't mean to like get this like podcast all groomy, but he passed away when I was twenty three. Mm. Yeah, him and Sorry. I lived together, and that's how our story kind of ended. He while you kind were of living like, together, yeah, he kind of like passed away. Yeah, he uh, pa- he passed away while we were living together, and yeah. I had to move everything out. It yeah, was a whole I'm synopsis. Sorry, that's crazy. Thank you for that. It's it literally molded me into this valuable, strong person that I am today. So I can't even hold it. But that relationship taught me so much about myself. Fuck. I learned about my separation anxiety issues, living with him, and always not like understanding that space for him was just space for him that he needed to clear and not think of me it's normal like we all need that like as a man doesn't take away from your relationship a hundred percent and when a man lives with a woman he instantly becomes this protector and provider for the whole household he doesn't just think of himself and that's one thing that i had to understand living with a partner is that he has this pressure the man 
to always provide for the house and also make sure that I'm okay and I'm safe. So that was his stress. It was like on top of work, on top of this. He just didn't want me to worry about him neither. So he also kept certain things from me when it came down to work because he didn't want me to stress on the fact that he was stressing. But men, please don't do that when you're living with someone. Yeah. Like, please, like, be open with your girl. Like, I understand that you want to protect her and you want to be this provider. And, and you that's always another want machismo thing is they feel like yeah. they can't share their weaknesses with you or like emotional things that they may be going through because you may perceive them as like, oh, they can't handle it. It's like, <laughs> no, like we're not there anymore. Like, women are understanding as fuck. We're nurturing as fuck. And like, especially if you're with like a woke ass woman who's like self aware and Absolutely. all about like emotional and like all this therapeutic shit and like spirituality and self-awareness like don't like share your fucking emotions she's there for you don't like think you need to be in this dark place without Absolutely. her because she's gonna think of you differently like it takes strength and bravery to like open up so, like, please open up men. Like, when we talk about equality and feminism, it's not about, like, women being better. It's about, like, men being able open. to be this way so that we can all, like, progress in society. Because men holding in their feelings leads to a lot of shitty things. Yeah. To be honest, I agree with Ash on that. It's, like, men need to be more open to their emotions. Whatever you guys are battling, whatever the stress at work combined with, I want to provide for you because I have this stress on top of me and I care for you. It is very assuring for us women to know that because you're just opening up your emotion in that hour of us living together just opens up another side of like, OMG, you're being so open to me, so vulnerable to open this side to me. And that just gives us a step further into our it's relationship. Empowering. It is. Yeah. And I don't think men, as Ash said, realize how strong that is in the relationship, especially if you guys are living together. Yeah, like, like how helpful. Absolutely. Like, listen, I lash out every night because I really want you to understand how much I care for you. And it just really bothers me. And also with the stress at work, we, we need to understand where these outbursts and triggers come from. We are not mind readers, okay? <laughs> yes, exactly. We're not mind readers. Like, you need to communicate. Like, if we're going to help each other. There needs to be communication. Yeah. And honestly, just being mutually understanding and communicative is beautiful. So, right. Because women, we tell you how our days are. We tell you who stresses out at work, who bothers us. And, like, for me, honestly, I can relate to, like, being scared of opening up. But at the end of the day, like, I'm Mm. very understanding of how helpful it could be. So, like, it's hard for me if, like, my partner's not doing that. But, like, I want it to be there. Like, that's my goal. That's beautiful. But it takes, like, two people wanting to do that. If it's two people that are resisting, it can be hard, you know? Mm. But knowing that you're both are, like, you're going to be there in support of each other no matter what. Like, that's a good thing. And, like, if you're both aware of that, like, you're going to take it a notch up in mm. communication. And that's, if you're living together, you fucking need that shit. You do. 100%. Mm-hmm. Jam right there. Um, some ooh, sex schedules and expectations. That's the passion. Oh, that's so important. Ooh, that is really important. Cause like I think when you're moving in, you're thinking like, oh, we gonna fuck all night, every <laughs> night, baby. <laughs> right? Literally, yeah. Like that's what I think. And like maybe I don't know. People have different sex drives, but it's just something that needs to be communicated before. I think so too. Because what happened? Oh, 
that sucks. Oh. I'm gonna be real with you. That really does. Yeah. All right. What about the women that never even got to experiment the bedroom and they just moved in and married him and then realized like, like virgins? Uh, well, kind of <laughs> like virgins, but they chose to be celibate the whole time or something like that. Like, oh wait, like not having sex until you yeah, move in yeah. together. Oh, <laughs> I advise against that. I highly advise against that. I've heard stories and it's not fun. No, I feel so bad. I honestly. I worked with a girl at a restaurant one time. I'm still friends with her on Instagram. I don't know if she follows me on here. I hope not. <laughs> but, like, she was, like, a little virgin. She was so innocent. She was so cute. And she was, like, with her high school boyfriend. They got married. I feel like they waited until marriage to fuck, probably. And, like, they're still mm. together. And this was honestly, like, 10 years ago. They seem happy. It's great. But it's, like, that was still only 10 years ago when they're barely, like, 30, maybe, because they were so young. Like, you still got the rest of your motherfucking life. Yeah, I'm happy I got to experiment. I'm not going to hold you. Like, get that shit out. Like, Go have really? sex with other people. Pow wow. Yes, <laughs> please. We so support it. We support, like. Experiment, have your fun before you settle down and live with someone, please. Yeah, because you end up realizing, like, you may be a really, like, horny individual <laughs> but maybe you're not like as horny as you think maybe like i don't know because like there's horny there's sex drive there's like experimental right like you could be on different levels you may like like to have a lot of sex but maybe you just like don't like to put in a lot of work you just mm. want to lay there okay that's fine maybe some men appreciate that because a lot of men just like to use women's bodies as a masturbation tool correct that's fine if you enjoy that um, there's experimental types, but they don't like to have sex all the time. Your sex drive is not that high. Mm. So you got to know who your partner is, period. Yeah. And then there's people <laughs> that like to fuck all the time, but they're okay. We'll let this ambulance go by. Shout out downtown LA. Yeah, for real. Shout out Wild 7 Studios <laughs> for hosting Seven After Dark every week out here in downtown a -A. LA. A -A. Um, but yeah, um, it's just levels like... Sex drive is very important. I talked about this on the last episode. Yes, And it is. if you're not on the same page, it'll be an issue. It would. Because I've seen more and more people talking about how, like, they're down for sex that lasts, like, five minutes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Are you, like, a long sex type person? <laughs> yeah. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot do it for five minutes. Is it and more it about the foreplay, though? Or is, like, the whole... All right, that's a good question. I think it would be, I think period foreplay is very important for yep. a female. Yep. If you don't get your foreplay on and popping, then she's not going to be in heat and ready, okay? Honestly, that I think that's like <laughs> the most important part for right. women. For real, like you got to get us high and you got to get us amped to get there. Because if we're not mm -hmm. amped, we're just going to be like, mm, no, we're not going to do it. But I just feel like you got to match your level. You got to know what kind. A lot of women don't know how to get pleased. That's another thing. Mm. We don't know what our orgasm is or our button is. Yes. And we're still trying to figure it out. 80% of women still don't know their own and orgasm. that's where masturbation comes in. Right. Like, ladies, please masturbate and get to know your know clitoral area. your body. <laughs> Bro, I just seen a TikTok. This lady, like, brought out this thing, and it was like, a lot of people don't know what this is. I instantly, because I know all this shit, it's like a fucking, the entire clit. It's not just the little pointy. It's not just this. It's like this. It's like an octopus, so the inside. Your clit is like a whole thing on the inside. 
And everyone Word. in the comments was like, I thought that was a head massager. I was fucking cracking. Uh, like, I just you like, right? It kind of looks like that. Yeah, it does. But, <laughs> and then she's explaining how, like, these two glands, like, swell up. And it's just like, bro, if you would just take some time, masturbate, and, like, slow. Don't just be quick to just get a nut. Like, take your time. Get There's to know the guess. feelings. What yes. parts of your vagina are getting stimulated when you're, like, doing this? Like, Get to Get know to it. Get to know it, ladies. Figure it out. I didn't know about this whole issue about women not knowing what our orgasm is until I saw this Netflix show called Explained. Yes! And they were literally talking about women orgasms. It's a whole episode. It's, it's whole a great episode. documentary series. Literally. They have a whole series just about sex stuff, and there's one just about the fucking women the female orgasm. orgasm. Literally the woman Ooh. orgasm and how we struggle and how they so said informative. that... Women don't know what kind of orgasm they are, whether it's clitoral or penetrational. Yeah, we need to know, bitches. I <laughs> grew up thinking I was weird that I could never right. orgasm from like just dick, and then I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that's normal. I think most women can only orgasm from just clitoral stimulation. Correct. But knowing that is so important because you feel like you're broken if you're just trying to get jackhammered and fucking come. Like, that's normal. You're probably not going to unless you're stimulated first, and then you could try. Also, porn is a false, like, narrative. Like Oh, my God. Like, women mo- moaning and making it seem like, oh, my God, he's penetrating, orgasming me. No, like, don't don't fall into that conception. Don't use porn <laughs> as, like, a teacher. Do not. Like, yes, use it as, like, a way to, like, stimulate or whatever, but yeah. the way that she gets off, just know she's faking it, and it's not it's 100% some, Porn true. is a movie. Like, movies aren't right. real. Movies are exaggerated. There's lighting. There's camera crews. There's angles and cuts and all this shit. Like, that's not real sex. It's not. Don't use that as a guide. Just know your own body. Because I personally didn't know that I was more of clitoral until, like, I was 25 when I had Same. a man teach me, like... This is what it is, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, a man taught you? Like, a man, like, yeah, like, not for nothing. Like, he literally, like, sat me down and did his thing, and I just. Okay, shit. I thought Showed I had. Showed you a new world. Yeah, like, I thought I had an orgasm because of the porn examples and because of my past examples and how the previous men did their thing, and I thought this was an orgasm until that age. Till that age, 25. That's crazy, That's crazy right? To have a man I had a show me. friend who has had like some kids and had never discovered a clit until after a few kids. Oh my goodness, no way. That's sad. I was like, bitch, you have kids? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what your clit is? <laughs> that one deserves an award right there. If I ever popped out some kids, no shade to you, bestie. I'm just kidding. No shade. That's crazy. Cheers wow. to you, Mama. Yeah. Cheers to you. I'm glad you discovered it, and I'm hope you're get. I hope you're getting yours now before you ever pop out another one. For real, uh, for real. Because but yeah, later. Come on. Sex schedules, <laughs> expectations. Um. Yeah, and sex drive. You need to figure out because, like, if you're not seeing each other that often, and you're like, you have sex every time you see each other, but say it's once a week, and then you move in. Yeah, and, and you're I- not having sex every day, and one of you is like, <sighs> well, I liked once a week, and the other one's like, well, I thought we we're gonna move in and have sex every day. Hmm. You need to figure that out first. <laughs> yes, and even talking about it, too, just turns it off, too, sometimes. Yeah. Like, can we just make it spontaneous? Can you just come in f- in the apartment from work and I just fucking take you on the wall and just fuck shit Yeah, out of you? like, when can we you make started? it that way? Why do we make it like, oh, let's schedule it? Like, yeah, no. and, like, sometimes it comes to that, but sometimes I think as long as, like, somebody starts it, the other person's going to be down. And if the other person's turning you down, 
have a conversation and figure out what the problem is. Like, don't let it become an issue. Right. That's that's a little heartbreaking if I tried to, like, start something with my man. <laughs> and then he was, like, mm, not in the mood. I'd be like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, right. Fuck what, you. That's, that's, what, that's how people feel, like, when they're into bondage and they want to introduce that to their partner. Ooh. Like, they can feel that way. They can feel like, oh, what if I bring this this interest of what I want? into the bedroom and they're not going to be okay with it like bondage or something like 50 shades of gray if we want to go to that magnitude i haven't had a partner that way but my friends have had it and they've lived with them and they've had to like accommodate for that oh shit yeah yeah i guess you never know <laughs> that, yeah i guess that happens like what if you discover a new side of your like sexual needs and right and they're not like... down that could be a problem <laughs> <laughs> or you could like develop maybe. Let's what if your partner had a foot fetish? <laughs> I mean, I don't mind my toes getting sucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, <laughs> it feels kind of nice. But I'm it's not, not like lie. you have. It's not like you specifically have to suck on their toes, though. Oh yeah. Oh, like if he wanted me to like suck if his you toes? had a foot fetish, you know, like I can understand if a man had a foot fetish. Oh, oh. like if he wanted me to suck his toes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if that's what she want, baby. <laughs> she wouldn't. She wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't. As long as your feet are clean. As long as whatever that you want me to do something to is clean. So, hold on. So, would I'm gonna eating, do it. eating his ass be... I've ate some ass before. Really? No. Okay, sis. I'm down. All right. Didn't even ask for I respect it. it. I just went for it. Something he didn't even me. ask for it. No. You just went for it. I just did it, honestly. How does it feel, like... I am very much of like a pleaser, so he looked like he was liking it, so I was just doing it, and I was like, mm-hmm, "You like that?" Hey, <laughs> I would Yeah, so you know, as long as it's clean, I'm down. That's my right. that's my motto. <laughs> that's okay. every guy's motto too before they go down there. Okay, right? Yeah, clean and not exactly. smelling like a fish. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that. literally <laughs> no um, crabs. <laughs> period no period no poo <laughs> <laughs> no poo please clean it nah. um so somebody said yes i've been waiting for this one me and my man are talking about moving in together so let's get into it uh somebody said visitors chores sleep schedules alone time visitors Ooh. i think this is a big one that i've been wanting to talk about it's hers because what if you're like, I want my friends over all the time, and your partner is like, not about them? Mm. Ooh, that's going to be a problem. It is. It does cause a little friction. It's mm. like, why do you have to have the friend that I don't like over? Because your partner is going to disagree with some of your friends. Yeah, but I guess then it comes down to like... How long had that friend been your friend? That, and like, do they have a valid reason to dislike them? Mm. Like, did they do something to you? Did they make me disrespect you? Or do you mm-hmm. just not like them because they're loud? Or because they're not your personality type? That's a good question. You know? I think it's a mix of both. Yeah. I think it's a mix of, I have different friends, you have different friends. Let's just not have, mix our friends. Yeah. Because, like, I could I could understand it. Like, if I was living my man and he's having his friends over every night. Like, I'd be cool with it once in a while. But if it's, like, every night... And it's interfering with, like, our alone time and our, like, let's have sex time. I would start getting annoyed. As long as it's not interfering with that, I don't think I'd have a problem. Because I'm an introvert, but, like, if it's, like, my people's friends, like, I'm down. You would be extroverted. Yeah. And I'll probably just sit there and, like, have drinks. And, like, I just want to be included. Like, as long as, like, you're not, like, leaving me alone in the room. Yeah. You know? Like, if you're, like, 
not giving a fuck and I'm by myself in the room not even inviting me because like if I'm not invited I'm not going so if you don't explicitly <laughs> so you, you, even if it's my house like if you're not like babe come hang out I'm staying in the, the room bedroom. I'm like, I literally can picture her in the bedroom just like Meh, I'm yeah. not gonna go outside <laughs> you he didn't invite me i'm so petty like that like i can admit Hello. that i can admit that right <laughs> like, i just i hate like pushing it like if you don't invite me i'm not coming so you better be like if you're having your friends over all fucking week if you don't invite me i'm gonna take the hint that you don't want me there and if you want personal space with your friends then communicate that and i can respect that but if you're not making it clear i'm just gonna feel left out you know i agree with that to be honest my partner when i was living with him he did not like my friends, and I, for the life of me, could not understand it. I said, "These did are my." Did he not have like a legitimate reason? He did. He did, and he told me this verbatim, and I quote: "He said these friends are only with you for the good times; they're not really your real friends." And I would just always like bypass, it, and I'd be like, "He's just talking out of his ass," you know what I mean? And he was right. He was because when he was not around and he left. No, none of the friends that I consider friends in that group were there for wow. me. They were there for me in the funeral. I'm going to respect that. But when the shit got harder after, they couldn't be there for me. You know, it was too much because this person suffered. They were there for the fun times, not the real times. Exactly. This person suffered from bipolar disorder and just, like, it was too much emotion. And it just clarified what he said to me months ago. Like, Mm. they really were there for the good times. Wow. So there's times where our partners and the women women with their men and men with their with their women we can get protective like when we see predators that are are that are your friends we can be like listen you may not see this Mm -hmm. but i see this and i want you to see this yeah like outside perspective because you're not in it so you have like more of like a Mm -hmm. pulled back like wait you don't see this because i have a real clear view from out here yeah yeah and so like i'm gonna say if your partner if you can tell when your partner's coming out of malice and jealousy because you are closer with your best friend like manipulation or instead of you being closer with that with Mm -hmm. them when they're living with you and you can tell when it's a genuine response like nah I'm, i'm caring for you this is before you and I were even in a relationship. This is me as my as your best friend telling you, like, yeah. this, is, this friend is not really for you. So I think when you really know how to differentiate the two with your partner coming with you with that energy, you guys will be fine. Just try to have a happy medium, you know? That's an important one. Mm. For sure. Yes. I get that. Yeah, I feel like if your partner has something to say about your friends, like, hear them out and just, like, as long as you can distinguish if they're being, like, shady mm-hmm. or, like, not shady, but, like, controlling or manipulative, I guess. Like, if, or if they're tell. coming from, like, a real place. Like, listen to them because if they're not like that and they have something to say, like, it, there's a reason. And it's a valid reason. Yeah. But if they're just, like, I don't like her. For no reason. Fuck that bitch. She a hoe. Okay, what's I got to do with you? As long as she's not trying to make your girlfriend a hoe, why the fuck do you care? Right. Let them hang out. Fuck you. Like, you're being controlling now. So, whatever. But that is very important, and, like, I think that's something you do need to talk about. Because, like, maybe one of you, like, you're trying to move in to have your own alone time all the time, and the other one's like, yes, I finally get to have my own place, and my friends are going to come over, and we're going to party all the time. You're not on the same page. Word. Some you need to figure that yeah, out. I was that person too. Like, oh, I have a man. Now my man can be friends with my friends. And he was just like, no, I'm okay with you having your friends and me having my friends. And that was something for me to like try to adapt and be okay with. I would want them like all to be friends together. 
Right. I could. I mean, as long as like they're cordial, I'd be like, all right. As long as we cordial, but like, right. If it's weird, I feel like it would be weird. It would be weird, you know. I don't know. That's that's. There's so many things to consider, man. Yeah. Just think about that. Yes. Uh, somebody said daily routines. Who's gonna be in charge of the cleaning, laundry, and what bills are going? Huh? Yeah. So basically, same thing. Chores we talked about bills. Something that needs to be talked about. Like, first of to all, to be honest, what I loved about me and him living together is that when we never spent quality time throughout the week because we were always focused on work, we would spend that one day that him and I were off. And then we would make that day our day. So it would help and balance off of the stress and the fuckery that we dealt with throughout the week. So that day that we were off, he would sometimes be like, oh, Let's go to a shopping spree. And I'm like, what? Yeah, like, oh, cute. that's cute. Like, I feel like that's so needed in a relationship, yeah. especially if you're living together. Like, those days where you guys are trying for each other mm-hmm. and you don't even have to, like, do anything. You could just clean together. Yeah. Me, him and I clean together. Dude, if you love someone, like, doing whatever <laughs> together is going to hit. fun. <laughs> him and yes. I, one time we tried to make fried chicken together because we, him and, never, and I never I made fried that. chicken. I love that. Like, cooking together. Right. Like, and that was so, like, a way of bonding. Like, no, we didn't need a candlelight dinner and yeah. a whole fancy, smancy date. Anything bonding is, like... Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So I actually replied to myself in case nobody wrote back about this, and I don't think anyone did. So I wrote um, scheduling date nights for actual quality time because I think when you're living together, you confuse quantity for quality. You end up thinking like, I see you every day. Like we don't need to schedule like special days and to that hang hurts out. Me. Yeah. Because you just said like, that, it just hurt me. Like. Right? <laughs> Like, oh, like, we need to make sure, like, not just because we're living together means we're not going on dates no more, or, like, just because we're sitting next to each other watching TV or working next to each other doing our own thing means that's quality time. That's, or, like, that's quality time. No, that's quantity time. Yeah, that's quantity time. <laughs> <laughs> it just <laughs> sounds weird. It's not quality time, you know? Like, we need to schedule, even if it's, like, once a month, like, let's go have a picnic, let's go get dinner, let's make dinner here. Yeah, don't make Whatever this it is. a let's regular Let's take day. out and watch a movie. Whatever. But that's different from, like, I had a friend, like, when she was living in her man, and, like, he would think that, like, oh, like, we just would watch the show at night and, like, eat together, and that's it. And she's like, huh? No. Like, that's just gonna happen by default we live together we share a tv that doesn't mean we're fucking hanging out that's not quality time that's yes. just us being next to each other because we're roommates 100 percent you mean make it fun don't be boring and comfortable and that's the thing where like you can schedule it in even if it sounds lame it's gonna make a difference yeah i agree with that i think scheduling dates is important and keeps the passion and excitement alive in your relationship if you don't have something to look forward to then it's like mm, it's gonna be the same regular regular that part right looking forward to something and just like yeah like not letting yourselves fall into a fucking routine and then not even that but like also when we get comfortable me personally i start questioning like do i love this man yeah because it gets boring (laughs) honeymoon phase is over you get into your routine you're bored you're like (laughs) like, you're like "Mm, do i really oh Uh, no yeah and that's the thing that you don't want to do like you don't want to get to that point you want to deviate that point right stop it before it gets there like you gotta keep it alive keep that spice alive yes 
Uh, somebody else said, whether or not he's okay with having a Hello Kitty themed kitchen, he better be. <laughs> um, I agree, he better be. But also, this brings me to, what about, like, decorating the bedroom? Mm. Is he okay with making it all cute in, like, a fairy's bedroom? I feel like a real man would allow his woman to decorate and decor right? the house the way he, the way his woman wants And I think they would low-key love it. Yeah! I think that like, I think yeah. it's real roomy in here, and I think you secretly love it. <laughs> you can tell your friends I with did With my it. floral print or not, yeah. on my fuzz wall or not. Like, well, you still fuck with it. I think you love it. it here, so don't front. Just let me fucking do it, okay? Right. Like, unless you want to take over and do all the decorating, but I'm going to need, like, a like a file of, like, slides and to see it first. So, to, yeah. like, let me prove it, because if it's ugly and boring, <laughs> next mm. caller. Right. All right. This ain't no, no, no Ikea set, right? <laughs> Please, no. Like, we need some spice, a mood, a vibe. Like, I need forests and fairies and mm. sun and plants. Like, I need all that together. Yes. Whatever it is, Hello Kitty, let's do it. <laughs> Somebody said, oh, this one's real good. Do you use snooze? Do you use snooze your alarm a million times? I can't deal with this. I'm trying to sleep. I do. Yes. <laughs> I I'm snooze my shit for two hours straight. Snooze, 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 snooze. It's every 15 minutes for two hours. I'm a psychopath. 100% agree with that. I love my sleep. I need to sleep. And when I'm asleep, I'm dead sound asleep. Like nothing can wake me up. So the alarm will be on snooze and snooze and snooze. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Like my body wakes up enough to keep hitting snooze, but I don't remember it. <laughs> you don't? No. <laughs> I just naturally have to set my alarm two hours before I wake. I have to wake up because, like, I can't. I think I have. I, I keep seeing this thing about delayed sleep cycle syndrome or something like that, where it's, mm. like, people that have a really hard time waking up because, like, your body takes a longer time to fall into REM sleep. Okay. So you wake up really fucking tired. I think I suffer from the same issue. Right? Oh definitely. You and I are that. definitely connected. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's After hard, and, like, my friends don't get it, and they're just like, just wake up early. I'm like, fuck you. I can't, okay? Yeah, I, I can't. can't. My body just can't. Like, I've literally been fired from a job because I was late. <laughs> they can't fire you until you get three strikes in the same thing, okay? <laughs> I'm traumatized. Hence and why we don't work for a nine-to-five. Tra- I can't. I'm so traumatized <laughs> of getting, like, a nine-to-five because I feel like I'm going to fucking be late. I'm... <laughs> traumatized okay yeah, it's not saying. a nice feeling being fired it's not i agree i felt like a failure okay <laughs> no you're not because you're doing the symptom after dark <laughs> thank you thank you're you you're welcome you are good oh, she's okay. trying she's here I'm she's doing on my best uh so same thing things you can or can't compromise on which could fall into all these things um personal space Kind of talked about all that, um, especially days. Oh, this okay. So days that you could have guests over or family. So that's probably like a good way to compromise on the whole having friends over thing. Like maybe you have designated days that okay. you're like, okay, this is like our day for visitors. It doesn't mean we have to have visitors, but if it is, it has to be on this day. And you're okay and I'm okay because we both already talked about it. Yeah. Like, that. like this is your day. This is my day kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, him not changing the toilet paper when it's empty. I fuck That's with that. That's so petty, though. Like. It's so petty, but <laughs> I believe it. Because, like, in my household, I'd be getting mad when people, like, finish the last paper towel and don't replace them. Last toilet paper, don't replace it. Mm. Leave a empty box of Ritz in the thing. I'm like, what? 
<laughs> I think it's annoying when you're always the one to constantly refill it. Yeah. Let's just leave it there. If you're not and we're both having a system, cool. Yeah. But if Let's just I'm all do our going, part. Mm-hmm. Do okay. your part. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So that was a good episode. I think we got lots of good fucking tips for people. Yes, we did. Um, I know there was a few people that were looking. So I hope you guys tuned in. There were people that were like looking or like post all the replies. I posted a few, but you know, it got late and I was like, you know what? Tune into the episode if you want to hear the rest. So there was a lot of good information. You had your personal experience. I had yes. my imaginary experience. It was amazing. Thank you for the great vibes, the good talks. I definitely feel refreshed. Yes, thank you so much for coming through. I appreciate you. Once again, welcome to Cali. Welcome to Los Angeles. I appreciate that. Thank you. I feel the love. I love it. Yeah, we had a good time today. Everyone's so extra like me. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Shout out to the Nightshade Girls and shout out to Wild 7 Studios and Wild 7 Podcast. We dropped some new episodes, so go check those out. We talk about Debbie and the Devil and all the fun things we're working on. Uh, go follow Nightshade Collective on TikTok and Instagram because we're dealing with some fun new things. If you followed us for a while, it's some exciting stuff. So yes, go check it out. In tune. And don't forget to follow Reflections with Val, which is my podcast. Also follow me on Instagram on soulfully underscore Val. You already know. Yes, if you enjoy Simpin' After Dark, you will definitely enjoy all of Val's shit. Thank you. She on that real shit. She loves music. So definitely on the same wavelength. You can follow me at Simpin' After Dark on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. And you can follow my personal Instagram at Ash underscore Friday underscore. Um, end of the season's probably coming up soon. I'm going to Utah with my girls. Hey. Girls trip. Yes, we love a girls trip. We love vacation time. So keep an eye out. I'll probably be dropping some merch, maybe some lighters. I think some of you guys probably need refills. Yes, we do because (laughs) I'm waiting for mine personally. Yes, I'm excited. They're going to be cute. But yeah, stay tuned. Go check out Val. Thank you. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.